Hello, hello, everybody. I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the At Lexi podcast. I just finished editing last week's episode, so it's up now. And that episode's dealing with elitism, but I also touch on what do I think about AI? If you have a codependent friend, do we cut him off? I also loved the episode before called If the World's Ending, I'm Gonna Have Fun. I don't know why. Something about that episode in particular would be a personal favorite if I was a listener. But I also am so, so curious what your favorite episodes are and what your favorite topics have been. I participated in a clothing sale yesterday and I met some of you. I love meeting you guys so much. I love that scenario. I resisted clothing sales for a while. I don't know if this is a thing everywhere. It's a really big thing in Los Angeles for whatever reason, where girlies get together, men included, and we have racks of clothes that were perched out on the sidewalk in a park at a venue in front of someone's apartment or house, and we sell our clothes, hang out, drink LaCroix, enjoy each other's company, and clean out our closet. I did my first one ever two, maybe two months ago, maybe beginning of April, and it was a get ready with me night that a friend of mine had put together. We had tooth gems and a DJ and an open bar. And after having that and getting to interact with you guys, I got to meet a, a couple that loved watching my vlogs. It was this girly and she's like, me and my boyfriend love watching your videos. And that made me so happy. I don't know. It was just, it was nice. I love meeting you guys. And that's such an easy way for it to happen. And it's a really low lift event. Everything about it is casual. You don't need to attend at a certain time. You stop in when it makes sense for you. I'm there all afternoon, all evening, whatever it is. And that I'm loving. I want to continue doing that more often. I mean, I'm such a collector of belongings. I always have things that I could clean out and get rid of. And I pairing my belongings down is also really satisfying. So if you went and you enjoyed it, expect another one. And if you saw it and you missed it and wish that you got to go, do not worry because that is something I expect myself to be doing again. Alternatively, if you don't want casual, you would actually love to spend a good bit of time with me in a more intimate environment. I'm toying with the idea of doing a meetup trip where we'd go somewhere like, I don't know, Costa Rica, Mexico, Greece, Italy, and we would all stay in the same hotel and we'd have activities. We could go horseback riding together, zip lining together. Maybe we'd have a journaling workshop. Have you been wanting to go to Portugal? Have you been wanting to go to the south of France? Have you been itching to see Bali? I have a survey that I've been putting on Instagram and in my Geneva chat. I'm going to put it in the show notes as well. I just want to see where you'd want to go and when you'd want to go and roughly how much you'd want to spend. So if that would be of your interest, you're not in the LA area, a clothing sale is just, you know, you want something bigger. You want you want to go somewhere because here's the other thing. There's two reasons why I want to do this. One, you know me intimately. If you listen to this podcast, you know me, okay? Can you blame a girl for wanting to know you too? And what a better way to do that than on a trip? Have you ever gone on a trip and it's with a group of friends and the tiers of friendship aren't all the same? You know, maybe one of your best friends is there and then you have a few people that you don't know too well. You're just kind of acquainted with them. And then you leave that trip knowing them, loving them and appreciating them because you spent five days together. I want to do that. Second reason is that travel is really great, but if you are the friend who's like, I want to go to Bali, I'm down to buy a flight, to get a hotel, 
to do the activities, but I don't have friends that have the money to do that. I don't have friends who have the time to do that. I don't have anyone in my personal life that's trying to do that, and I'm scared to go alone. This would fill that need because that happens. Sometimes you have friends that are like, yeah, Italy's just not in the cards for me this year. And you think to yourself, but Italy could be in the cards for me this year. I'm down to spend money and I'm down to spend a week flying somewhere that I've never been before and hanging out with a group of girls. I think also I'd have to make the trip. I don't know how you would do this. Like, I'd want it to be the girls and gays, but I don't, I just wouldn't want, you know, I'd want it to be the girlies. You know what I mean? So I think that would also be an added element. Sorry to any straight men that listen. No hard feelings. That is just what I think, at least for the first trip. So anyway, just an idea that I'm toying with. Nothing is set in stone, but it's something that I'm particularly very interested in. And I want to see if there is interest from your end as well. Because think how fun it would be. Horseback riding together in Costa Rica. And then getting back and just having a heart-to-heart over dinner. And maybe I assign a book for all of us to bring. And we're reading the same book at the pool drinking a pina colada. Come on. That would be perfect. That would be so perfect. Speaking of books, my friend got The Lovely Bones for me as a gift. And the movie, when did the movie come out? That came out in 2009. The book was written in 2002. I don't know if you remember, Shirsha Ronan was in it. Stanley Tucci played the, the murderer, which that's not a spoiler. The book literally begins with, on December 6th, I was murdered. Her neighbor murders her. And from that, you watch the family unfold. And it's such a beautiful depiction of the afterlife and of grief and If you know me, you know that grief and the afterlife and post-human existence is one of my major interests, and it was really nice to read about it in a way that wasn't particularly triggering. I read, on like a slight, slight pivot, I read A Little Life, and when I was reading that, I loved it. I really loved it. I bonded with the characters, and I got to know them, but as time has passed since finishing that book it feels more and more like trauma porn. Whereas this was such a beautiful and tender story of love and loss. And a lot of people read this in middle school. And the older I get, the more I feel that if a book is good, whether it be a middle school, young adult book, if it's a children's book, if a book is good, it's good. The Giving Tree is good that holds up. It doesn't need to be a complicated, high intense vocabulary level read for it to be good. So if you haven't read this book and you're like, weren't all the girlies in middle school reading it? Maybe. But let me tell you, I enjoyed it. There were also some points in the book that I thought were so beautifully said or images that were depicted that I needed to underline. I'm such a little underliner in books. My books are tools. My books are my friends. I am writing in them. There's notes in the margins. There's highlights. Oh, this is so cool. My friend was in Tokyo, and I was watching her dog, and she gave me a little gift when she came back. And in it, there was, oh, there, it was honestly an adorable little gift. But one of the things that was in it was this pack of three highlighters, and they're erasable. And how perfect. Have you ever been underlining something or highlighting something, and then you accidentally highlighted too much? Or it was kind of a sloppy line? It's nice. So it, that was a fun tool to have. I'm not sure what I'm going to read next. I'm toying with the idea of Jitterbug Perfume, which is a Tom Robbins book, and I read 
His book, Even Cowgirls Get the Blues. I'm about to leave for Europe tomorrow. I'm going to London tomorrow. So after this episode, I'm going to have to record another one because I'm not leaving y'all hanging for two weeks without an episode. But I am thinking of like, what book do I want to bring with me? I also haven't read Untamed by Glennon Doyle and a friend of mine. They were reading it and I, I wanted to compare. I wanted to chat about the book. So I want to read that. I also asked on Instagram, I'm not getting into your questions yet, but I did ask on Instagram as well as for your questions, what's been going on in your head lately? And I want to see, maybe I should save that for the other episode. Yeah, I can continue talking about myself for a little bit longer, give you a little bit of an insight of some funny little stories and anecdotes that have been going on. And then I can get into what's been on your mind and if it resonates in the next episode. If you listen to last week's episode, one of my best friends had come to visit and I spent, she wasn't even here a week. I wish she was here longer, but it was so nice sleeping with a friend, waking up with a friend. I miss it. I miss it. Her last day was so sweet. We went out to a restaurant on the west side with another one of my best friends and then we ended up, you know, going out to the ocean at night. She went on the plane in wet, sandy pants and socks and ain't that beautiful to walk in to your home in New York with sand from California in your toes. <laughs> so poetic and beautiful. And I was riding a high because also I've been back in therapy, which has been huge, huge, because I need that, um, I need that support system. That support system is really important. And if you don't, and I have a solid support system, but depending on levels of problems, there is a range If you are someone who does not like to lean on your friends for anything, I urge you to consider that. I urge you to attempt to use your support system in times of trouble. It's okay if you're going through something to lean on your friend. Now, the problem is if you've just been leaning on your friend and you're not doing anything about it and then you're just putting more and more weight on them and then eventually they're like, I actually can't hold this anymore. You are not trying to stand on your own at this point, you need help. Or it's like the problems are out of my bandwidth. I can be there and offer you a hug or a distraction or listening ears, but a professional or medication or a major life change or a perspective shift might need to come from within. So if you don't lean on your friends at all, by all means, that is, that's one of, that's part of being a friend. I want my friends to know that I support them When times are tough, I'm there for the good times and the bad. However, I'd gotten to the point where I think my problems were a little bit too big for me to handle alone or for my friends to handle. So I had to get back into therapy and that has been major. So a combination of having one of my best friends with me and then also being back in therapy, I was riding a high. And I had an acupuncture appointment this week. Guys, I went to acupuncture two weeks ago for the first time ever. And it was an odd experience, the idea of little, the feeling of little needles being put into you. And then I also received cupping and I left with no, really no impact. Um, It was something I was curious about because acupuncture is similar to working out in the way that you go to one workout class. Good. Probably felt good. You're probably proud of yourself. Amazing. But if you actually want changes you're going to have to go consistently one workout doesn't give you the results that you want you have to keep coming back and acupuncture is like that so 
I showed up again two days ago, three days ago, and it knocked me out. This time, the needles were placed in different um, parts of my body, which it's so interesting. Some of the needles could not really feel it all. Other ones, I was very aware. It wasn't painful. It was just an awareness, similarly to when you have, I don't know, your mouth numbed at the dentist and you can feel the sensations, but there's no pain associated with it. It's kind of like that. And I began to doze off. And when I woke up, I was drooling. I was mouth open drooling. I really knocked out in a way that I just haven't. And then the acupuncturist came back in and then we did cupping, which to be honest, is cupping BS? I don't know if it's real. Because that I've received twice now, and I was already in such a daze that I continued to doze off during the cupping as well. But I have the marks on my back. I like the marks on my back. It's this weird, um, there's almost like a nod I get when people see it. They're like, ah, you know, like, oh, you, you get cupping. Cool. Weird badge of honor. <laughs> weird Los Angeles culture. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's so crazy. So so strange. Anyway, backing up, I dozed off and I had plans to go out. There was a show I wanted to go to and I bought tickets and everything. And I went back and my friend that was supposed to pick me up, I was like, I I feel really strange right now. I was exhausted. It was 6.15 and I walked there. The plan was to walk home. It's not that far. It's a really reasonable walk. And I just got chills. And I had to call an Uber home. Guys, my Uber driver, her name was Sparkles. <laughs> and I said to her, I was like, I love that your Lyft name is is Sparkles. And she's like, thanks, it's my real name. I was like, no way, no way. She's like, yeah, I don't know what was going on with my parents. I'm like, do you have siblings? She's like, yeah, I do. I was like, are their names in the same vein? She's like, no, no, no. Got a brother named Daryl, brother named Michael, sister named Trista. I was like, that's awesome. That's so fun. So Sparkles took me home. And I got home and I was so scared because my best friend, she does acupuncture and swears by it. And the first time she ever did it, she left super energized. She came home and and took a tennis lesson immediately and then went out with friends and then modeled for a shoot and then came back home and showered and then we got went and got dinner and went out for the night. She was go, go, go. And I myself am that person. I love to go, go, go. So then coming home and it being, I can, I'm having a visceral reaction to it as I describe it because it was so odd, it being 6.15 and it felt as if I could not get to my bed fast enough, but because I didn't know that this could be a symptom of acupuncture and I was wondering why I wasn't alive and alert, I thought it'd be a great thing to do before a show. I got into bed and was scaring myself. I'm like, oh God, I'm having an adverse reaction this is frightening, something's wrong, and I don't lean anxious. I've had a handful of panic attacks in my life, and most of them were before the age of 10. So having that spiral was really scary, Um, and I ended up going to sleep from maybe like 6 to 11 or 12, and then I woke up and was sweating. I also don't sweat in my sleep. These are all just unfamiliar experiences. I tried going on my phone and everything just felt dark. Bad vibes, for lack of a better term. Everything that I was watching felt, it was almost 
disassociative. So I was like, let's go back to the lovely bones. Let's let's go back to my book. So I went to the living room and I read my book and I ended up finishing it. And maybe it was about two in the morning and Tyra got home and she had had like a long night out. And she does like, she hasn't been out like that in a minute. So she sees me and was like, what are you doing? Um, I was like, I work the night shift here. She's the morning riser. I'm the night owl. And she's like, wow, when I wake up in the morning and I have those few hours to myself, I didn't realize that you really had these hours to yourself at night. And I was like, well, to be fair, I got very scared and exhausted after acupuncture. So there was a moment where I was definitely sound asleep. Oh, it was so scary. I don't want to scare anyone from acupuncture. I don't really know what the point of this was other than just to express this, um, to share this story. I didn't know. I didn't know much about it. I just didn't know. I didn't know. And then Saturday was one of my friend's birthdays. So we went out and had a little, little party. And the next day, oh, I was still very much afraid. I woke up still feeling off. I have one selfie on my phone where I sent it to my roommates and my housemates and was just expressing. I feel weird, dude. And then finally around 4 p.m. I was able to, to get up and get out. But it took almost 24 hours, just about 24 hours for me to feel better. I feel totally fine now. And then it was my friend's birthday that night, so she had a house party, and that was fun. And then on Sunday, I had the clothing sale. Met some new friends. After the day selling clothes and hanging out, we went to the meadow and just <sighs> took a nice lie under the, the clouds and the sun, and it was so good. And then we watched the idol. I came home, and my housemates and I uh, watched the premiere. <sighs> I was kind of bored, to be honest. I'll watch the second episode. I'll continue staying up to date, but it just euphoria, the first episode, because that's also Sam Levinson. The first episode of that, I was in. I loved it. And I was excited about The Idol because it's, you know, celebrity, sex cult, what's not to love, fame, fortune. And then today, I'm getting prepped. I'm going to do all my work, try to work ahead for the next couple weeks, and... And tomorrow, I am going to have a little hangout with my friend. She just got a cold plunge. So we're going to have a little cold plunge sauna girl session tomorrow morning. And then I'm going to start packing and I leave. Wow. I'm going to London. I'm going to Mallorca. I might go to Madrid. I might go to New York. I might just fly right back to LA. Who knows? It's summer. I'm going to be working remote because why would I not? I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I think it'll be nice. I'm excited to come back and have new stories and new experiences to share. Now, let's get into your questions. My Instagram handle is at Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, just like the name of this podcast. And every week I ask for your questions. Let's see what's on your mind. But first, a word from today's sponsors. It was time for me to create a website. It was a long time coming. I have a ton of graphic design that I've made back in the day, thumbnails I've made for YouTube, YouTube videos, hosting gigs that I want to be able to show as a portfolio. So I made one on Squarespace and this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. It truly is 
such a user-friendly experience when it comes to making websites. If you have no idea where to start, they can make it look gorgeous for you. It's very user-friendly. But then if you also have a very specific vision, you're able to do that here as well. They also have email campaigns. You can easily collect all of your email subscribers on your site and then build connections and repeat business through regular email updates. You can introduce your brand to subscribers with welcome emails or announce an upcoming sale or send your top customers a discount code. There's built-in analytics that measure the impact of every send. Head to squarespace.com Lexi and save 10% off on your first purchase of a website or domain using code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E. This podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create beautiful websites, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. You can sell your products on an online store or create custom merch easily to create a passive income stream that engages your audience and scales your brand. Design your products and production inventory and shipping are all handled for you, saving you time and money. Use their analytical insights to grow your business. Learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com Lexi to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com L-E-X-I-E. If you're looking for a way to unwind and a fun new beverage, let me tell you about Recess Mood. It's made with real fruit, no added sugar, and infused with functional ingredients so it's not just a sparkling water. It has mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens so you can relax without the alcohol or the hangover. My favorite flavor is the strawberry rose. Raspberry lemon's also really great. It's nice for when you're chilling on the couch, unwinding at home, treating yourself for a night in. I also don't mind taking them in the car with me. I love a little car roadie. And you deserve a healthier way to unwind. So head to takearecess.com slash Lexi and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. I'm a little bit of a drama queen, but I definitely will be having a horrible day and then wash my hair, style it, and then think, okay, everything's actually all right. (laughs) And one of the best products I've tried recently is Waze New Hair Gloss. It takes five minutes. It's an easy addition to your routine. You do it in the shower. It's made with hyaluronic acid and rice water. Not only does the hair gloss give you immediate shine straight from the shower, it also helps treat damage and enhance color vibrancy, so your hair is looking and feeling healthier. It also helps prevent heat damage up to 450 degrees, which is very important to me. And then it's honestly just a bonus that my hair looks shinier and healthier. The hair gloss is only one of the amazing products that Way makes. They have an amazing leave-in conditioner, a great detox shampoo, some lovely fragrances, and a hair oil. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and use promo code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Lexi. Whether you like fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. You know the one with the turquoise tube all over your socials? Yeah, that's Thrive Cosmetics, and Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. 
made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards. It's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I love their Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's a highlight stick made to brighten and open your eyes, giving an instant lift, but also you can... You can apply it down the bridge of your nose or ever so slightly blending a line onto my cheekbone. It's really versatile and easy to blend. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash Lexi. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash L-E-X-I-E for 20% off your first order. You ever want to tap into something a little fun? A fun pair of shoes that are also quite functional? That's a cowboy boot. And get a pair of Tacovas to help. Tacovas is the real deal. They're a really amazing brand. Their boots have this time-honored tradition and take over 200 steps to create. They're designed in Austin, tested in Texas, and made down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. They're also fun. They believe in Western for all. So when you go into a Tacova store, you're greeted like family, offered a boot shine, and a drink. Even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. You can even get custom leather stamping or branding that makes your boots feel truly one of a kind. So look up your closest store on tacovas.com. As a special opportunity for my listeners, Tacova said that they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free in any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas. Just use code LEXI at checkout. That's L-E-X-I-E. At checkout and add free logo hat to your order. And that's only at tacovas.com. Point your toes west. Advice for post-grad life. I just graduated college and I feel so stagnant and stuck. Yes, I do. I want to talk about this. There's actually several aspects of this that I want to talk about. One being moving back in with your parents. This has been a reoccurring theme amongst some friends in my life where they've gone to college and then immediately moved back in with their parents or they've gone to school and then maybe got an apartment with some people or by themselves they've lived alone they've lived separately and then because of some circumstances ended up moving back in with their parents and they love it they love it there's a lot of shame around being an adult living with your parents but I've been hearing from a few friends recently that this is a chapter they're really enjoying one of my friends yesterday went through a breakup, was living with her boyfriend for two or three years, and when they broke up, they got rid of the apartment, and she wasn't, she hadn't found a place that she wanted to look for, so she has parents right outside the city and has been living with them. She's like, I'm 20 minutes from Malibu. I wake up, and I just got a membership at Equinox, and I go to the gym, and I have this whole routine, and then I work remote, and I can go to Malibu and just take a dip in the ocean and then grab some lunch and come back and I love it her parents have a jacuzzi and she's hanging out in there I have another friend who was living with a couple friends and then both of her roommates ended up leaving and moving to different cities and states and she didn't have anyone else that she was really interested in living with so to save some money and figure out her next move instead of getting a place to yourself because it is expensive to live alone she moved back in with her parents her and her mom have never been closer. Also, she gets to live with her family dog, and that's one of her best friends on earth, so she's loving getting to spend so much time with her mom and spending so much time with her dog, and having that time has been really special for her. So I do want to say that if you're one of my listeners out there who 
are in a transitional period where you're back home for whatever reason, do not feel ashamed for low-key loving it, for being a good chapter in your life. I know that there are ambitions to fill and there's a life to be lived and your parents might love having you at home, but ultimately they do want to see you grow. They're happy to have you there, but they don't want you living there forever. They want bigger and better things for you. And if they don't, they should. But in the meantime, why not enjoy it if you do? Why not let yourself enjoy that experience guilt-free? Now, if you're feeling stagnant and stuck, maybe take a guided trip. If you didn't have the gap year in between high school and college, have the gap year now. Do what you need to do. Go backpacking somewhere. Stay in a hostel. Do some solo travel. Do some group travel. Take guided tours. Work for the Peace Corps. Actually, I don't want to... I have heard bad experiences about that, so taking that one away. Volunteering. We are so young and... The post-grad life offers so much freedom that can be overwhelming because you were in a school system for 12 grades plus kindergarten, and then you either graduated and began working, or you graduated and then went to more schooling where you got a college education. I'm going to say it now. If you are confused on what to do, don't just get a master's degree. (laughs) So many people are like... I'm bored and my parents need me to do something. You might just be in a ton of debt buying yourself time when you could just spend the time working, spending the time exploring. I want to encourage you to explore, whether that's within yourself or outside of yourself and the world around you. I also love to encourage people to leave their state. I wish everyone would leave the country for some period of time, whether it be, I mean, a year would be amazing, but even a month, spending a month in another country. There are so many different opportunities to go work on a farm. In Tuscany, a friend of mine did that. And it was, I don't know what the term is. There's a term that I'm not remembering at the moment. But you live for free in exchange for work. What a great opportunity. Being an au pair in a city. Nannying. Teaching English to kids. This is the time to do something like that. Don't just let these days pass by you. And you might be sad, you might be depressed, you might be on a low because you had this whole system and now it's like, oh God, I'm in charge of my life. There's no system to follow. There's no path. I'm not interested in the nine to five. I don't know what I want to do. I'm exhausted. I'm overwhelmed. Muster up that little amount of energy that you have within you and use it to pick something, something. I urge you to just choose something fun and new and exciting to do with your time for a month okay? If you can commit to longer, do it. But please, go do something new and exciting to reinvigorate your experience here on earth. What makes you feel hot? (laughs) Just a quick little topic pivot. That's how all my Q&As are. It'll be like, how do you deal with the grief of your mother at such a young age? And then it's like, what's your favorite lip product? And I just go right into it. Anyway, what makes you feel hot? stretching oh my god a yoga class stretching at home whenever I'm working out or I'm done working out I feel so hot that's those are the times I feel the sexiest I'm like I'm hot and sweaty and warmed up let's go um of course quintessentially like 
wearing a good outfit having my hair done having my makeup done i feel hot i also feel hot when i'm fresh out the shower i feel hot when i'm <laughs> when i'm getting external validation like when i make a joke and people laugh Ooh, ooh, i feel good when my body is warmed up and agile i definitely feel the hottest do you consider yourself a lucky person y e s i've always felt so lucky i've always been super lucky I just, I've known that. I was born a little lucky. I would win contests. I'd be the the caller on the radio that's winning tickets to the concert. I was winning the guess how many jelly beans are in the jar. I've been so lucky. And luck is something that I don't even feel the need to be humble about because I have no control over it. I mean, I guess you could debate that, but this is all prior to the rise of the, the like, I'm lucky everything works out for me. I've just always felt lucky. Just a little streak of luck on my side. I get a lot of green lights when I'm driving. I find a lot of parking spots quite easily. I, what else? What are like lucky things to happen? There's been a lot of right place, right time for me. And I've always been grateful for that. Favorite and least favorite color. Okay, when I'm answering this, I'm picturing colors on the color wheel okay i'm not thinking out in nature when i'm answering this we'll get there in a second because my least favorite color is blue i don't like the color blue now to caveat that bodies of water are dare i say one of the most beautiful things we have here on earth but on the color wheel if i was picking out a folder or a phone case color i would never choose blue i don't identify with it my favorite color is green like grass green. Green grass is also one of my favorite visuals in the whole world. Rolling hills. Say it's the Virginia in me. I don't know. But then when it comes to wearing, I love to wear the color white. And then when it comes to getting my nails done, I love the color red. And then when it comes to like tech gear, um, cars, suitcases, workout gear, things of that sort, headphones. I'm going to choose black. Someone asked, what's on the summer bucket list? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea what's in store. I haven't really made a summer bucket list for myself. That's something that would be fun to think about. Maybe on the flight tomorrow. I'll give it some thought. Let's take a look at the vision boards I made at the beginning of the year. Okay, so I wanted to see gorgeous, beautiful mountains. I have been. I wanted to win an award. Um... I wanted to travel first class. I'm not traveling first class to London, but I did get Comfort Plus, which I've never treated myself to before, so we're moving our way up slowly but surely. Wanted to read, wear cute outfits, (laughs) eat oysters, become a regular at Found Oyster, which now my friend works there, so baby steps. I don't know. I should make a summer bucket list. Now let's look at my desktop. I have this bad habit of liking my desktop organized. That's not the bad habit. But when I need to just clear it off because I have too many images, if I'm too lazy to go through them and individually toss them into the recycle bin, is that what it's called? What is it called? Trash. I feel like it depends on what computer you're on. Anyway, I will just create a new folder and then title it something like miscellaneous and then drag all the items in there. And then when I want to find something... I don't know what folder it's in. 
so I don't know how to look at my vision board this is not very helpful of me this is like actually exactly opposite of what this should be I have all this documentation of every video I've ever made because I don't know I've watched Casey Neistat growing up and he would constantly have relics in his video he would just be chatting about a memory that he had in 2007 and then he would have a video for it and I was like I gotta do that but instead of just keeping the raw footage I kept my YouTube videos and I'm like how often am I in a YouTube video referencing like a haul that I made 10 years ago and I've never, never needed to use it. Or just like various screenshots that I was using for thumbnails. I could clear stuff out. I think I'm accidentally a digital hoarder. Because I don't know what I'm supposed to keep and what I'm not supposed to keep. Things are tricky. <laughs> I don't know where my dream board is. I don't know what my summer bucket list is. These are things that I'll have to think about. It used to be my desktop, but then I changed it. These are from the Nike shoe. Wow. That was one of my favorite brand deals ever. Or like brand collaborations working with Nike so much fun got to do photo shoots i got to speak on panels it was it was great okay where's my dream board i don't know i don't know sorry <laughs> um i know the basis of it was that i wanted to travel i wanted to explore i wanted to wear cute outfits i wanted to read i wanted to be reachable and not stress about it and wanted to travel first class mag magda lex on instagram sent me a photo of something she hand wrote and I think it was a long question but I can't see it I feel I feel like a boomer I'm like I don't know how to work Instagram right now so if you're listening to this episode and you send it to me if you could dm it to me then I can look at the full image and then I can read it and see if it's something I should answer in the podcast Ooh. Love this. Preferred dish to eat out of. Bowl, plate, mug. I love to eat out of a bowl. And I also love to eat things that you eat with a spoon. I like to eat things with a spoon or with my hands. Like I love a sandwich. I love a burrito. I love a taco. Um, I love a snack. I, in theory, you know, like perfect version of myself, loves to eat with a fork and knife off of a plate but that is just not my real preference. I love a smoothie bowl. I love a yogurt bowl. I love ice cream. Hell, I love having peanut butter with a spoon. I also love a beverage. Where do you see yourself in 30 years? Okay, I'm 27 now. So in 30 years, I'll be 57. I'll almost be 60. By the time that I'm almost 60, I hope that I hope that I have a house on a gorgeous piece of land with my family and maybe we have a second house. I would love to have a second house, whether that's in the city or maybe we live in the city and then we have a country house or we live in the country and then we have a beach house, something of the sort. I hope that there's a guest house as well for our visitors and there's a pool and we're having family dinners. I don't know how old my kids will be at this point. If I'm 57, let's see. My kids will be out of high school. So maybe they're coming back to visit. I don't know what they're doing with their futures, whatever they want. I hope they're making themselves happy. I, I want pets, maybe horses. That would be amazing. Huh. I hope there's a home gym. Yeah. 
I want like, or I have a nice gym membership. And I hope my my husband's bougie, you know? I want him to be a country man who likes nice things. Or a beach man. Like, I want an outdoorsy man. But, you know, we've got a Soho House membership or something. I don't know. There's probably going to be something new at that point. I don't know. I, oh, I hope I've written a book by that point. I hope I've written more than one book at that point. can't believe I forgot about that. I want to write a book in my 30s and in my 40s. So maybe I'm on a book tour. Or I'm still podcasting. Or maybe this has become a talk show. Um, I travel first class. I've, I hope by the time that I'm 57, when I'm traveling somewhere far away, I definitely have a Delta One pod that I've been in and I can sleep. Or maybe I've been on a private jet. I have such a little internal debate about that because I'm like, I know they're bad for the environment, but like the little superficial aspect of me is like, I want to know what it's like to fly in a PJ. That seems so fun and glamorous. Fun question. Should you let things fizzle or say something for his lack of response? Okay, so you're talking to a guy and it's fizzling out. If you're losing interest, you know, let it fizzle out. If it's a two-way street, neither person is super interested in each other, of course. That being said, I also know that sometimes guys get scared. They don't want to seem too eager. They don't want to look too interested. Because there is a little bit of this immature game of who can care less. But if this is someone that you're actually interested in, you owe it to yourself to try a little bit. You know, put yourself out there for the potential of rejection if it's something that you're, you want to see him again. Because maybe, maybe you both are being stubborn and not saying anything because you don't want to show that you care. You don't want to be honest that you like them. However, if he's not showing interest in you, no need to be desperate. There are so many other people that want to love you and get to know you. What's your favorite show or movie that you've watched recently? Guys, I don't know how to explain to you. The only thing I watch is Kendall Ray. <laughs> I, I also saw, I did take a peek at the Instagram question forum that I put up where it was what's on your mind and someone had said that they were thinking about how true crime podcasters exploit people's worst day and they're not victim advocates and because I watch Kendall Ray who's a true crime youtuber and podcaster I wanted to speak on this but I realized that first of all I'm not really interested in true crime I also don't know the true crime community I just am a fan of Kendall Ray as a person and I know that she's a victim's advocate and I also find her videos okay to watch because she cares and has such a strong moral compass. I feel safe with her and I would be honored, God forbid anything happened if she were to tell my story because I know that she would advocate for me or for my loved ones. So I don't know enough about that topic in reality. And the truth is that if Kendall Ray pivoted to a different topic and was talking about books, I would watch her. If she was talking about the weather, I would watch her. And also, I love her husband. They're such a good match, in my opinion. I just started listening to the Mile Higher podcast because she only posts once a week. And it's like, I need more. Um, have I watched TV? I started watching Breaking Bad. I'm only two or three episodes in. I watched The Act recently, which is the Gypsy Rose 
series on Hulu. That was sad. Just got worse and worse and worse. God, there was no light at the end of the tunnel. That's just a dark story. And then I read a lot of sad books. Who was I talking to recently? And they were calling me out for it because they're like, oh, I'm reading this book. I think you might like it, but it might be like too lighthearted for you. It's like, I know I don't mean to read sad books. I don't mean to watch dark television. I don't know why. Because I know that in my personal life, I'm viewed as a very lighthearted, happy person. And maybe just because there is that darkness in all of us, that that is how I channel it or exercise it. But I would love some happy-go-lucky things. Because there is this subconscious belief that if I'm only, I don't know, probably that if I'm a happy person, I'm only consuming happy things, that I'm going to drift far away from reality, or I'm going to be, I, I don't know, I don't know what it is, I don't have an analysis of this, um, all for what TV shows and books I've been reading lately, or TV shows and movies, I watched The Little Mermaid, that was so sweet, I also went to the Alamo downtown, I've never been there before, you have seats and a menu, and they come and bring you your food. So I got popcorn and M&Ms and a Diet Coke. And it was just brought to me and it was all unlimited <laughs> bottomless popcorn. It honestly gave me a horrible stomachache if I'm being real. Something about that butter. Mm-mm. Feels inhumane. I don't think we're supposed to be eating that. But popcorn sounds really good. I'm getting kind of hungry because I've been at the studio a lot longer than normal. So I think I'm going to take a little lunch break. But for you, this will be the end of the episode. And... I love you all so much. If you enjoy this podcast, it would mean so much for me if you went to the podcast app on Apple and left me a little five-star rating or a little review. It can be a short guy. It doesn't need to be intense or long or lengthy. But by all means, if you got a lot to say, would love to read it. They're always fun. And I will talk to you guys very soon. Wish me luck and wish me a fun time in London and in Mallorca and wherever else I end up going. And... I'm going to talk to you very shortly. Thanks for listening. Take care. XOXO, Lexi. Nice buns. Soft, fluffy, and ultra-low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra-low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O C-O. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.